Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. King Day, spaghetti and meatballs are fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Martin Luther King Day, Sal. Oh, good start. <laughs> good start. What's what's going on, buddy? <laughs> you know, Harry, mutant. What's, what's that? That's terrible, Harry. Uh, it's Martin Luther King Day. You know, I mean, even my kids say uh, Martha Luther King, and I I pronounced it the younger one. I was like, but Harry, I, I figured you would know. You don't even know what day it is, Harry. You right. posted something, and you said it was Thursday. What's wrong with you? My daily, you know, daily video that I put up on Twitter every single day since. Uh, We've started this. Um, right. I, that's the first time I think I've gotten the day wrong, even though I have no idea after when I when I what I wrote, what I put in my tweet had nothing right, to do with good. Thursday. Right. I did not write right. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, it's well, saying, so, Paul, by, I kid, by, if it's Wednesday and his... you put Thursday, but it's pretty clear when Sunday just happened, right? In football season, it's pretty clear. Uh, and then the next day. It. Right. Okay. And, so, and the who, fact that so, yeah. his last few videos, he hasn't even gotten out of bed. To yeah. do a video. He might really not know what day it is. Really? Interesting. Yeah, obviously, that must was, be nice. That's not the bed. That was the couch. All right. Oh. Well, Harry's saying, well, listen, whoever's getting into Harry's Twitter account and writing the wrong day, please stop. It's confusing. It's uh, disrespectful to Martin Luther King Day, and uh, we don't want to have it. Now, I didn't want to start off on a negative because this was a big, big weekend for one of our uh, cohorts here. Eddie Spaghetti. Got engaged and his Giants won. Congratulations, Spaghetti. Right, you did it. This was Thursday night. You proposed. I'm not sure why you didn't propose on a podcast. We have a perfectly good venue for you to do this. Harry did it. But uh, tell us about it. Tell us how it went down. What was going through your mind? Give us the X's and O's, the chalkboard talk. So yep. we, we we were obviously all in Vegas together. It did kind of go through my mind. Uh, do I want to do this in Vegas? And I know it would be a fun event. We'd be with people to hang out. But part of me was like, what is more important? Uh, Jada's happiness or the content. And I was afraid to be in the doghouse. So um, <laughs> as we were there, though, uh, doing you know, extra points live, Propapalooza, I was starting to formulate the plan, had an idea it would be Thursday or Friday. And then um, literally like two o'clock in the morning, right before we left on that Tuesday, um, uh, I was up there all night just finalizing the details. So I knew for a few days, did the pods, didn't really give any uh, hints out to people. Maybe Mikey Meatballs knew. I might have told him. And then uh, Thursday after we did our shows, uh, we had a fake dinner reservation plan to, at this place, Yamashiro in uh, the Hollywood Hills. And sure. um she showed up was she kind of she, she says now she claims uh, her intuition took over and she thought that like why would we be doing all these things and why she said i was too texty i was Ooh. like oh what are you wearing and what time are you getting there and i i don't buy that i think i would just be a normal boyfriend trying to link up and make sure that our, our plans aligned but uh yeah we uh you know i 
waited for a moment for like where the crowd was kind of clear. We're off to the side, had a good view of downtown Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, actually was a nice night, which is strange because lately we've had pretty bad weather here. And then yeah. um, after I, I popped the question, it was great. I had great pictures. Thanks to my friend, Erica who helped out. And then um, I, we got a room at the hotel Roosevelt. We hung out there all night. There's like a, a little lobby bar, a late night burger yeah. spot. They had like live jazz music. So it was really cool. There's like a pool party going on um, really cool spot to out there it was great so uh it went look at that very smoothly yeah look at that congratulations nice. spaghetti you did you. yeah no that's great yeah, yeah i was thinking about nice. that you, you really have to because you know there's the wedding pictures and the bride wants to look as as great in the groom as possible and but then there's going to be the pictures of the engagement right so you don't want her to dress um you know you don't want her to have a rangers jersey on exactly so, yeah you, you have to be a little be a little over texting now then a couple of days later, your Giants win. Which event was more exciting for you? I do have to know. Giants win or the engagement? Yeah, I'd say the Giants win is one. I would say number two with that, that Rangers win over the Dallas Stars. I don't know if you guys caught that game with points, uh, 0.7 seconds left. Um, wow. Andre Miller scoring, sending to overtime, beating a good Stars team. Uh, um, Adam Fox scored that goal. That was great. I was watching that in the Uber ride to Yamashiro to propose. And then wow. I'd say the, the, the proposal distant third, you know, sports comes first. Um, uh-huh. no, I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm very He's happy. You're serious. This is our secret guys. Um, but okay. yeah, that, that, that giants game, I, I wasn't lying when I was texting you, Sal and it was like you, Dave and, and Hench that like yeah. when they stopped them on the fourth down, my chest really did start to compress and I started to kneel down by like, my fireplace. <laughs> And I was like T-boning. I was like, oh man, this hurts way too much right now. <laughs> After 20 seconds of let up. And I was like, I just couldn't believe what was going on. Like, I, I know I've been saying, you know, four win season last year, just getting to the playoffs this year was yes. a great feeling. But there's something, I, I had a feeling they were going to beat the Vikings. I knew the Vikings were a beatable team. Sorry, Harry. But I, but I can't oh, lie. Get it to Harry. it, it yeah. feels, it feels so good, not just to make it, but actually to advance. And like, you know, was Nick Sirianni lying about how injured Jalen Hurts' shoulder is? Who knows? That didn't look pretty great versus the Giants' uh, third stringers on the Week 18 game. So now, you know, it'll be interesting. The Eagles beat them twice already. Are they going to beat them three straight times? The Giants get one. It's exciting. I'm, I'm very. Well, I cannot be happier. No, you should be happy. But I, I do want to caution everyone: this is not just spaghetti. There were times when you were saying nine and eight, it's all gravy. It's all gravy from there. I'm not going to be disappointed in this team. And now you're talking about fighting off heart attacks. I mean, maybe it is the gravy uh, after all that is, is the cause of this. But um, yeah, listen, it's part of being a fan. You can't ever say that. Like anybody, anybody, it doesn't matter if your team won zero games and made the playoffs. You are going to be rooting with every breath, every every Daniel Dimes. Drop back. You're going to be right there rooting for it. And a game like that was uh, tremendous. Now, Harry, I want to get to you. Well, uh, you, you no excuse. I don't know why I bought into this. I, I stupidly picked the uh, Vikings on this podcast, uh, even though I all year, guys, we were saying this is a paper tiger team. They're yeah. a minus point differential. Harry's like Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk's going to do it. He's just biding his time. What do you have to say for yourself, Harry? Well, it wasn't Kirk, Captain Kirk's fault yesterday. That's for sure. He played a great game. That's for sure. I, I don't know. Uh, that's he, for he sure. Threw, he threw a four-yard pass on fourth and nine when the, well, that everybody was, else that was, was passing. That, that made no sense. Just throw on that on that play. Just throw it up to Jefferson, and who knows what gets called. Mm. Definitely, you have to do that at that point. But again, the 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 Giants, Daniel Jones, 
wore the already suspect Minnesota defense down. It was unbelievable. Every first down, it's either Jones rolling out and he scrambles for eight yards or nine yards, yeah. or he hits or, or he hits somebody for eight and it turns into twelve. Just and, and, and they're wide open underneath all over the place. I just Jones seventeen carries, seven of them for first downs. Somebody. Hendricks, somebody, one of your linebackers just shadowed Jones. Somebody beyond him. Again, this just this defense and Jump Barkley was very good too. He ran really strong. He looked great. And uh, uh he did. He Hodgins. was nine for fifty-three. He had like a twenty-eight yard run, and then was probably like two or three. He had over hundred yards come out. Six six catches for over fifty yards. Uh, he was he all said over he was running, too, but, running strong. Well, no, uh, Dan, Hodgins, Daniel Jones. Uh, Hodgins, seven, okay, this is a guy okay, who wasn't right, even, are you gonna name every player on the team? <laughs> can we have a discussion here, Harry? Or are you gonna go through the last score yeah. here? No. No, uh, they look great. He had over 70 yards rushing in the first half, just really. And they scored first, right? The Vikings. So yeah, I really long drive like the, too. Yeah, the Giants really like laid it down on him after that. They really did this. Every crossing route was open. Every, like you said, Daniel Jones took off. Brother Brian, you have to be impressed with that Giants win. I was. I mean, look, I thought they were going to win that game. I thought, you know, we all thought it was going to be kind of how it played out. I mean, you could have picked either side, but you thought it was going to be close. I mean, there was a few mistakes there by the, uh, you know, that fourth and inches when they go off sides there uh, was a key point of that game. But yeah, look, I mean, I was kind of saying it during the game and I'm half joking, half serious that like, in the NFC, you really just don't know. Right now, you just don't know because, yeah. look, they can go into Philly. Again, Eddie was saying you play this team a third time, you never know. I, Giants being healthy. I, I do think Giants defensively, I thought, struggled yesterday. For uh, They were pretty bad for the most part, too, except for they came up with a cute, uh, couple of key uh-huh. stops. But, you know, and you never know. Then, you know... I don't know this Eagles team and the 49ers. I mean, while they've looked great and the 49ers looked awesome in the second half, you just never know what the rookie quarterback. So look, Oh, listen, the Eagles have actual potential that the giants, I, I would not be shocked. I mean, they could get blown out too, but I wouldn't be shocked if you told me they made the Super Bowl. Like, no, of course not. No, I don't think so. Listen, my dream is for the Cowboys to beat the giants uh, to get into the Super Bowl. And you know, it's like, (laughs) The Giants are down to, uh, you know, Hail Mary in the end zone. And, you know, I, I don't know, Hodgson's gets mauled and they don't call it. I mean, that's that's my dream, Parley Kid. I mean, Eddie Spaghetti, forget it. Engagement off after that point. No, I will, uh, Parley Kid, a bad call, maybe the worst call I think of the week. Well, until the Ravens ran on like a, on first down with like no time left uh, last night. Um, but I thought that pass back to Cousins was on third and one. What you really want that guy in the open field? What the, what the hell is that play going to be? Unbelievable. Do? Well, so look, this is why we're letting Harry off the hook too easily because he claimed that this every, every anytime they won a game this year, Sal, yeah. we had to hear about how great they were, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's basically telling us, oh, they weren't very good. They had so many right. holes. Yeah. They had so many holes. Harry, but what, aside, aside, yeah, but aside from what, you know, what we said here, Minnesota, when it was 24-21, New York. Brian just mentioned the uh, the, the procedure call. That wasn't – Cousin sneaks it for fourth down from the four-yard line. That was a first down. They call illegal motion. I still don't know where the illegal motion happened. Well, the, where, well, well we can get back to the referee because the refereeing was They get a touchdown there, and all of a sudden they're yeah. winning 28-24. We can get back to that because the refereeing was atrocious uh, all the way around, uh, especially, like you said, and I benefited from a, a terrible – uh, non-call on Hodgins touchdowns with the Giants 
Uh, there was a, a major false start penalty. Yeah, Spaghetti, are you uh, all right that. with that? You're going to take this win after the f- uh, clear false start on Giants' first touchdown? I mean, I can't. Uh, the only call I know that but it was suspect. That's the only. I mean, one how, I how about the the Dexter Lawrence? <laughs> like, I mean, the Dexter Lawrence call was one of the worst. Like, there's just there's just no way around it. That's roughing. Like, he grabbed him around like the the number eight in the jersey, and he didn't even like swing him to the ground. He let go. Um, yeah, that's that's a major problem. Like, yeah, Andrew Thomas did have a false start. Um, mm. The Giants, the, the illegal motion, they called them the Giants and negated their touchdown. That was an accurate call. There were two guys in motion. So <laughs> they had some things right, had some things wrong. I mean, that's weirdly enough in this stage of the NFL. It's like you have to be OK with that. They're going to miss some things and they're going to get some things right. And you have to be I happy like with this. I you know what? I, this is this is the perspective I'm taking. Right. Parley kid. I just I'm just going to try to calm down in 2023. And well, I felt yeah, like that yeah, was a terrible well, well, the passer call, but I'm like, all right, if the Giants are truly better, they're going to stop them. They're not going to let them drive 70 sure. yards. And they were, and they did. And that that's but, it. And like, even in our worst call, Parley kid, Des Bryant thing, which I still take to my grave that that's a catch. You know, the Packers had the ball after that. Right. So I'm not going to, you know, the better team should win. The referees are bad. You know, 2016, 2020, both elections. All right. But whatever. Sal- Finding dead people voted, but I, I still accept the result. Uh, Listen, whatever. I get that. Yeah. But the Giants are a product of good coaching, too. Yes. Uh, they had a great game plan. Um, like, And we just just so I can finish. So I know you asked me about it. That third of one play yeah. call to, mm-hmm. to, you know, throwing back to Cousins. Now, if you were to tell me Cousins was going to throw the ball off of that, he looked like he clearly just a runner off yeah. of that. It's it's really an extra brutal play call. What is the absolute upside to that play? A seven yard gain if he. When uh, you have if, so yeah. many other weapons on offense, mm-hmm. it was a terrible play call. Uh, mm-hmm. When watch the Giants, look, Dable's an excellent coach. Kafka mm-hmm. is, uh, and this is the this was going to hurt the Giants. Year one, Kafka is probably going to be gone after this year. That, that he he might be gone already. That's what's right. going to hurt and. You're going to have to pay up on Jones now. He, You're going to have to pay him as a top 10 quarterback in the league. Even I'm not saying he's, he is, but his salary is going to slot into probably a top 10 quarterback in the league. You're going to have to franchise Saquon. Giants got a lot of decisions going on, but it's a good problem to have because they have been good. Uh, and a lot of it is this is the difference between good and bad coaching. Look what Garrett did with this team. Right. Look what's happening now. They just seem like they have great game plans. They're a tough out. Dable is the difference on this team. So good for the Giants. They found a keeper. This guy could be, they they should secure him for as long as he wants to coach there. I'm already sold on that guy. I'm already sold on him. I am too. And uh, it's weird with Daniel Jones because six weeks ago, I don't know if a lot of Giant fans, I don't know if a lot of, you know, even though they had a good record going in, I'm not sure anybody was committed to Daniel Jones. It's a no brainer now, Spaghetti, right? He's, he's, you got to pay him. Got to pay that guy. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I've never been more sure. I've, he's just the easiest guy to root for as somebody who like was literally there when he got drafted. And I know people make fun of me saying that I like Dave always point you were booing it. I wasn't booing Jones. I was booing the fact that the giants had 
Eli Manning on the roster still, and then drafted the quarterback. But this guy through all like the Pat Shermer years and, and, and going into the, the Joe judge stuff with Jason Garrett, like PK was just saying now to finally have a coach and an OC that know how to operate with a quarterback, make a, a good quarterback better. Um, mm. He's just protecting the ball. He's running when he has to, he's hitting. I mean, the giants receiving core is so terrible and he's just still hitting every receiver like Richie James and Hodgins and Slayton and using the tight ends. Like he's using all the weapons. Um, the guy is the first in the building last out. There's no reason to to not pay him. And I just don't see the benefit of looking towards the draft. And I don't think it, the system works for him. And I, I think they're in a good spot with him. And I, I he deserves a contract. And I'm, I definitely give it to him. And Parley kid, I know you're a stale guy and we'll get to that game in a oh. minute. But th- this is but th- my bigger point is good, great quarterbacks deserve good, great coaches. It shouldn't be too hard to pair up, right? It really shouldn't. You just shouldn't let really good quarterbacks die on the vine because you can't get your together picking a coach, right? And so well, they figured it out with Dayball, and I, you know but, it, it's just how it's like pairing wine with I fish or something what, like where, that. Got to get it right. This is the difference, Sal. Right? I think because I think it's very important too, though, that should should the head coach also be calling the plays for their quarterback. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if that's a winning formula either. I think there might have to be a little separation there as well. Right. Uh, And the giants have Kafka. He's been great. He's also been great. Yeah. uh, Um, uh, For, for Jones's development, right. Where I don't know, like, I think you look at a guy like Staley, I feel like he's trying to do too much on that team. He's just trying to do too much. No question about that. Yeah. Um, also, Harry, one thing we have to learn, Kirk Cousins taking his shirt off on a plane. What a jackass he looks like now. Really, just, just got to think about these things, right? Unless you're going to win the Super Bowl, you can't do that two months before. I mean, I'll admit the Mets shouldn't have brought Timmy Trumpet uh, to an August game. And Kirk Cousins, uh, with his team's minus point differential, shouldn't be whooping it up uh, topless. Mets and Minnesota can learn from each other, I guess, right? That's what I guess saying? so. I guess that's what exactly what I'm saying. I, I could learn from this. I was going crazy about that one stat, Bry. Um, first time playoff quarterbacks versus quarterbacks who have started a playoff game. Terrible. There was like 22% against the spread, right? And even worse in most recent yep. years. Three and oh. Three and oh yesterday, right? You had Skylar Thompson covered. You had uh that was, Huntley covered and you had Daniel Jones covered. Covered that was one. Pretty great. Yeah. The other two guys covering. Uh, amazing, yeah. especially the way those games started off. I mean, we'll get into those as we talk well, let's, about them. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Well, well, actually, uh, let's, Sal, Sal yes. real quick, I, I did something for Harry. Harry, I just booked your one-way ticket to Thailand, so you're good to go. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right. Make sure you're uh, topless on the plane. Yeah, on the way over there. Um, yeah, all right. So let's do these games right now. So the biggest blowout uh, was the first game of the weekend, 41-23. 49ers beat up on the uh, Seahawks, but it was close at half. They were losing 17 and 16, and it ended up being the most lopsided game. Gino was nine for 10 in the first half. They had control. There was a dumb, dumb penalty, really dumb defensive penalty that put them in field goal range to put them up by a point. But man, I like this Niners team. And it's just, it really just seems like a matter of time before they wake up. And when they do, they put the hurt on everybody and they destroyed uh, the Seahawks, Harry, 41. 41- 23 and it's crushed me because I had the bills as the highest scoring team of the week. It ended up being 49ers. Brian, what were the odds on the 49ers? That had to be seven or eight to one, right? Um, 
Yeah, I, I well, they weren't third. I don't even think they were third. Were yeah, they? no, I think it was just. I, I don't think they were as high just because originally, you know, we talk about the other day. The weather's going to be crappy. Uh, the weather's going to be crappy. They're yeah. doing the pregame. They're doing the yeah. pregame and still telling me it's going to be pouring out at the game right, right before the game, and it's sunny yeah. out. It's sunny yeah. out the whole game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, thanks for that. So yeah, that's both true. us. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both on true. Seattle. But Purdy just looked. I mean, it's more than anything, it just looks so incredibly comfortable. Back four more total touchdowns, eighteen now on the season combined mm-hmm. with just four picks. Yep, and getting Debo back, jeez, him and McCaffrey, oh, three hundred, yeah, three hundred yards combined. Those two. Uh, Bali kid, I was trying to figure it out with Simmons, who he reminds me of. Purdy, oh, that's He's an so easy one. Is it really? Because he said Rich Gannon. I'm like, I think we can oh. go a little higher. Gannon won an MVP or something, right? Right, but uh, funny, man. No, why, if, Brian, I just you going to say that too? It's yeah. funny that. So I, uh, when you asked who, I, I, I didn't even hear them. I didn't hear you guys yeah. talk about that. But yeah, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking Rich Gannon uh, for hmm. sure. Because I was trying, you're trying to think of guys like similar builds, like ran yeah. enough, like. That's athletic, why I got a good. That's why I think I guys. It's that's an easy comparison. Like, Who did you I mean, two I was, think? Russell I was thinking Joe Montana. Yeah, so it's Montana. <laughs> Montana, but he's a better athlete, right? Though, like better. Jeez. I think Montana was a good. I I think Montana. See, I, uh-huh. again, look, Joe Montana is one of the all-time greats. Right. I, I I'm obviously Disagree. not putting Purdy yeah, no, there, <laughs> but I'm saying mm-hmm. after five or six games, uh, right. you know, he's wearing the same uniform. They they built similar. Yeah. They've built have a very similar build to them, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have the classic huge arm like Purdy's armors can make every throw, but he doesn't have that classic. Maybe and that's probably why he was a seventh round pick. He doesn't have that classic, you know, huge arm. Yeah. He can throw well on run to the right. He can throw well moving to the left. To he the left is well the, the weird pack. one, right? Like he really will roll left. As a righty, he'll roll left and uh, almost just runs out of real estate and just gets rid of it. He, I was saying, like even on his, you know, wasted throws, he looks in control. But isn't that Montana like Sal? I feel yeah, I like yeah, those are the things Montana could do. He beat the Cowboys with the exact same play when pump pump rolling out, and he just found right, an yeah. opening. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's just, yeah. it just, again, a lot of it's the uniforms, a lot of it's the stature, but mm-hmm. just saying he keep kind of does is... the things Montana does. He runs well enough outside of the pockets, right? He, yeah. He's good to the right, good to the left. I think it's an easy as a 49. If you're a 49er fan, you're like, this guy kind of runs. Reminds me, and he's got the intangibles. It seems Nobody like nobody wants right? to say it, just in case Micah picks him off three times next week. But uh, got right, because I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting Purdy in the Hall of Fame yet. So right. we've seen athletes have a good five or six game stretch, but again, Sal, a lot of this comes down to one thing: coaching. These coaches have put him in a great spot oh, to yeah. be successful. But he's so smooth there, and he's so smooth. They're, they're putting up 30 when he's in there. They're putting up – this is a totally different San Francisco team we're accustomed to. They're putting up 35, 38 with ease I know. compared to when Garoppolo's in there. They're pulling out games 20 to 17. Absolutely. I'm just uh, so right. much more confident in Purdy on like third and seven or something than than I than I would with Jimmy G. I mean, I, I don't know. I think we've seen enough. Right. Yeah, three thirty-two, oh, yeah. three touchdowns, you know, at a rating of one almost 132. McCaffrey helps a ton. That guy gets big yards when you need yeah, it, whenever you need it, right? So that's yep. uh, as good a midseason pickup, I think, as we'll ever see. Wouldn't you think in football? I mean, I, we'll see what I, happens I, with this team. I but. do, Sal, and I think it was big for football 
for, to yeah. have that type of trade because you normally don't see those type of trades in the NFL. I think we'll see more of those going forward right? with players getting acquired uh, you know, at the midway point to help teams. You normally don't see that in football. Yep. Although and I will right. say, yeah, go ahead, bro. Uh, I will say like on third down, it helps when you get the ball to Samuel and he's breaking tackles, but you know, oh my he's gosh. just breaking tackles, making yeah. phenomenal plays to get first downs. I mean, that, that does, that helps a quarterback for sure. Everyone runs hard. Everyone plays hard. They're kind of like an AFC North team in the NFC West. I noticed. Right. And it just, uh, well, physical, that, that, physical. That's why I have that. Right. That's why I have, still have them matched up with the Bengals and the Super Bowls. I'm all going to have to do it. Uh, on the road eventually, I think. But uh, all right, Jacksonville, 31-30. We could spend an hour and a half on this game, so let's do it. Um, the Chargers are up. First of all, there's a there's talk that right. a better put up $1.4 million to win $11,000. I, I don't – I won't say what where where this bet was made. I don't – Brian, I don't know if I'm buying that. First of all, Books they don't – accept that. Right. Yeah, well, there's that, and it's all like the books don't publicize that, right? They don't want to show right. all the losers. Right. They, they show the 37 to 1 winner, winning payouts, right, Bryce? So I'm, well, that's I'm calling an, fake news on that. Yeah, that's an interesting one, right? Because you're like, I mean, if it say it is real, right? I mean, yeah. if somebody put up 1.4, the crazy thing is when you look at the spread of that, right? You're like, mm -hmm. that person put up 1.4 to win $11,000. <laughs> if they did the exact opposite thing, that would have paid $30 million, right? Like it's right, like right. 30 million to 11,000. Like, yeah, right. It's crazy. It's Nuts. just ab absolutely crazy. But I, I benefited. I took, I will say I had the Jaguars, end of the first half, took the Jaguars uh, 20 to 1. 20 to mm -hmm. one. Wow. wow. Nice, Brian. Nice. Again, there's certain teams, the chargers, the Raiders, they are, they are the same. There is no way the chargers can blow anybody out. So even at one point in time, that game was at first half, you could have gotten the Jaguars plus getting 23 and a half at some point in that game. Right. It's like at some point it's going to get somewhat close. I mean, maybe the chargers are going to win that or whatever, but even again, even the Cowboys over the last 20 years, right. Teams just blowing things. So ah, there are certain teams. <laughs> That you got to look at when the odds are that crazy, just because it's there's a well, possibility. And Brandon Staley, especially this team, because I don't think he knows how to. I don't think he knows the object of the game. I think he might think like whoever scores sixty first wins. I don't think he knows like there's a clock that you could bleed, and when that hits zero, you win. When when you hand off, the clock runs and stuff like that. I mean, part like kid, this this was really craziness with um. You know, snapping the ball with 20 seconds left and and you know 14 seconds left. And when you're trying to kill, they really could have really could have bled six minutes and then that last minute field goal doesn't matter, right? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Babyface just interrupts us and tells us he was fired. It's a in fact, do well, it anyway, babyface. Yeah, yeah, look, you know, I, I root for the guy because he's a Dayton guy, so right, even though uh you know, I know he finished, I guess, his career at Mercyhurst College, yeah. but that being but they said, knew how to win games at Dayton, right? There was a clock. There was a scoreboard with a clock there. <laughs> so again, is you got here's the weird thing about Staley, right? Qu quarterback in college. I mean, not a big time quarterback, but played quarterback. Probably a really bright guy. Um, but as with the Rams, he was the defensive coordinator, right? Mm -hmm. On a really good defense. Kind of a weird thing to have that. But now he's back in the offensive role. I almost feel like this guy. There's too many things going on for this guy, Sal. He's calling an offense. He's it's. I think it's too much for him in game to handle. He's put too much responsibility on himself, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it, it came back to bite him, Sal. I think part of the issue, and I said this to Harry this morning, 
and I, is, you know, it's almost as if, you know, up 20, when they were up at the end of that first half, they literally let the Jags come down and score, like as if it meant nothing. Oh, we're going to give you a touchdown here. Right. We're just going to give you a touchdown here. And it totally, I'm not saying, look, you're still up by a lot. You still can't lose that game. But they literally, they gave the, the Jags a little, uh, you know, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of hope, hope. a little ray of hope. hope. And, and um, it came back to bite them. And then Staley's clock management uh, was, was brutal. Uh, Herbert, let's face it. Let's not give Herbert an out here because we talk about him being like an elite level quarterback. Did he make one big play during that game? No, no, he wasn't uh, great. You know, far from great. wasn't great. The Mike Williams thing. What, could he have made it if Mike Williams was there? I don't know. He had a maybe, three receiver go maybe, down. Maybe, but he's played it. plenty without Mike but the, Williams. But that, that Mike Williams, but that Mike Williams situation is definitely all on Staley for on playing the, the starters the week before against Denver and South. Up twenty-seven, nothing, guys. Twenty-seven, nothing. At the end of the day, they had and Sally right so right about the clock management situation. They had. Two more carries for the entire game than Jacksonville did, and they were up twenty-seven nothing. I think it ran seven times in the second half, or something crazy, something crazy like that. Well, he kept I, saying, I think that's what it was. Yeah, he kept saying they couldn't get like in the post game. He's like, we just couldn't get the running game going. It's like, well, you didn't. You kind of really didn't try in the second yeah. half. And I also right. th- I, will we ever see that? I'm in the plus five in turnover differential, and they lose the game. And oh. uh, like, they, yeah, I mean that that was one of the worst quarters by a a quarterback ever Trevor Lawrence, right? Well, that's, that's, the thing. that's the thing. And again, like part of the kid was saying, like everybody, we love Herbert. Herbert's fantastic. We get texts, you know, from people saying how great Herbert is, but he missed a wide open guy in the end zone for a touchdown. You got to take advantage when you can look, if mm-hmm. they didn't get those five, four or five turnovers, that offense was scoring 14, 17 points tops that game. Yeah. They were, right. I mean, they were being put in positions to, you know, at least kick field goals regardless. So yeah, I'd be, I, I don't know. I, you know, you look at that, you look at the score and you're like, well, the offense did enough, but the offense did not do enough that game, but you cannot, yeah, the blame has to go there. And like you were saying with the clock cell, we talked about this in the Georgia, Ohio state game, right? Yeah. Bennett, they were, they were snapping the ball with 20 seconds left. Part of that. I mean, all of that, I would say is coaching that's prep work, but also, mm some of the responsibility has to be on the quarterback. The quarterback, like when you know if that's a Mahomes, if that's a Brady, they're yeah. bleeding that clock. The guy they're who says hike, stop. the guy who's yeah. responsible for Very saying the true. word hike. They're, Very getting, true. That, they're yeah. getting that ball off of one to two seconds on the shot clock. Meanwhile, you know, they definitely, they gave, they gave the Jaguars a few minutes for sure just by snapping at 15 or 20 seconds uh, the whole well, time in the second half. So I... And know. and if yeah, I could take a little bit more pressure off of Staley, is, <laughs> I don't think you could. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to Mike Williams, is the coach really the one making that call on a player playing? In term, he could obviously sit him out, but I I would yeah, think that well, that stuff comes from up top, the GM on down, saying, "Hey, this guy's not playing today." Like, yeah, maybe that's an organizational call, isn't it? I'd love to know. I I, I think it varies. I think Dable, you know, was sitting the Giants week 17, 18, whatever the hell it was. I think they all sit, uh, but they're all having a conversation about that, Sal. Yeah. That's not something that the head coach is just sitting there saying, he's playing, that's it. I would think that's an organized, any type of of things, that's an organizational decision that's being Mm -hmm. made. And again, still, maybe maybe the decision was to play him for a quarter. 
But either way, it was a disaster for that team. I don't see how I mean, this Stanley is one of the worst playoff losses it. ever, right? This has to be one of the worst. I mean, it's not a uh, AFC championship game, so we might forget about it in 10 years, but pretty, pretty, pretty bad. I, I don't, you know, I'm looking at these, the overall stats. First of all, time of possession was 32, 27 chargers should have been like 37. I'm telling you, even if it was like another so the thing, two minutes, right. it would have been. Can, and can they you imagine? Five, it's not even like the Chargers had it. Chargers had no turnovers. It was five to nothing. That's it wasn't crazy. Five to, yes. Wasn't five three. in the first half. Yeah, and the Jags were two for ten on third down. I'm just but looking I, at these stats. It's Sal, nothing that adds I told, up. I told yeah. Darren too. Like you commit five turnovers in the first half to zero, and right. you're up. Shouldn't you kind of be? I know it's only a half, but you should kind of still, considering where you picked the uh, Lawrence off, should kind of be up more than twenty points. Yeah. 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 All mess. All mess for the Chargers. And then they miss field goals and they do all their Chargers. They uh, missed a 40 yard field stuff. goal. Yeah. That was a killer. The Bosa thing was bad. The, but, you know, it's all. Thank all goodness they don't apart. have much of a fan base. Can you imagine if that was the Cowboys? That's true. Yeah. No one was disappointed. Like, that's, the, that's the one thing. Babyface, <laughs> what are you saying here? Well, also, like, I mean, Brian was alluding to, they're, they're a bad second-half team all year. I mean, I, there was a Texans game I had, yeah. and they let the Texans back in the game. But yep, that's right. Just, uh, I feel bad. Yeah, just, just a mess. It was a tough weekend for Dayton all around. Yeah, it was. It was. It it really was, bad. It was oh, yeah, we'll get to that. But it I think was Brian a lost bad <laughs> weekend for Dayton. And, and I went 0-5 on my, my picks, so. You did? That, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, me and Harry's. Join but the club. Sal, I really felt I could have easily been four and one with like a little luck. I mean, it was oh, just, it was just a. Well, you know, I was things. worried. I was like, Spaghetti, your Giants have to save the day because these five games, the other ones are going to be a bust. I wasn't sure about the Chargers. I mean, it was it's still a mess right. that game, but but they were all competitive to, to the end, uh, except for the ironically the first one that was seventeen sixteen and a half. Uh, all right, let's get to Sunday. Oh, Buffalo, wait, Miami. There's breaking yeah. news. Darren will be interviewing with the Chargers tomorrow morning. Oh, wow. All right. Do they know he's from Dayton? I don't no. think. <laughs> did, did he lie about where he went to college? Um, oh, no. All right. So, that, so this was my best. I had the Bills plus 380 to be the highest scoring team. I think I picked this 37-13. The Bills got off to a... 21, a 20, nothing lead. At least I thought, and then I texted Simmons. I'm like, yeah, we did it. This is we're looking good. This is perfect. This is right where we want to be. Did you take the ranges? Did you take the bills by 25 or more? Cause I'd had all of those two. And then they get back from commercial. They take that. Was that to Knox? They took that, Knox, that yeah. touchdown away, yep. which was so they so kick close. A field goal. That was such a close. It was close. It was really close. Everything's so damn close these days. So, yep. so now it's 17, nothing. So I lose those points. Um, the, there was a Milano missed tackle. They get like two field goals, time consuming. All of a sudden, like this is a game at half. Um, Josh Allen is just dying to fumble the ball on any time he has the ball. Anytime he's not passing, uh, he has 30 interceptions slash fumbles this year. It's uh, really spectacular. Mm. And, uh, and, and the game, Brian, took forever. I called it the prior to the snap ball because every play started with the referee saying prior to the snap, this one jumped offside to, and and I'm thinking, great job by the fans. The fans really won this game for the Bills, 34-31. Somehow they had 34 points with two minutes left in the third quarter. Couldn't get to 41, uh, wow. which I needed them <laughs> to tie the 49ers. <laughs> but, uh, Bri, Bills struggling to beat the Dolphins. Um, Skyward Thompson, not great numbers, and he was right there to win it. Yeah, he had a chance. I mean, look, I I 
had a big parlay leading out of Vegas that included um, the 49ers, the Bills, the Bengals. I mean, I was dying yesterday in terms yeah. of like, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I said in that Bills game, I'm like, if the Bills lose this game, I'm not coming on the pod tomorrow because I've, I would have lost so much money. I mean, kudos to the Dolphins for sticking in that game. I mean, pretty much every, there's only certain ways teams could stay in games like that. And yeah, they mm-hmm. did exactly, I mean, especially when you're down 17, nothing. I mean, the at 17, nothing, it was minus, uh, they were uh, minus 10,000, the Bills. Right. Dolphins were plus at least, but Dolphins at least on some sites, 25 to one, if not yeah. more. Um, mm-hmm. And you had to sweat that out because everything, everything went wrong. Even when you thought the, you know, the Bills get the ball back, you think, all right, they're going to come down and score here. And then the Dolphins get the fumble for a touchdown. So like everything went, uh, the yes. Dolphins way. It, but again, there's definitely some question marks on the Bills offensive line, whether Allen's, you know, Allen's turnovers. I thought they didn't do necessarily a great job getting Allen into space to run a little bit. He was trying he was to sack sneak. seven times. He, yeah. he, was trying to, he was trying to sneak through the middle a little bit a few times, but they never got him on the outside to run a little bit. Uh, but yeah, mm. their line struggled De- defensively too. Uh, I mean, when you look at it, maybe numbers wise, they they probably did okay. I mean, at one point in time, Thompson had only completed probably like thirty eight percent of his passes, but a lot of there's drops. Def- it's question marks. Well, yeah, but so I want to talk about question that. marks Wait, on the Bills. Harry, you grew up. Uh, they're going to call it Western New York, but upstate New York. Mikey Meatballs, you went to college in Buffalo. The sun, I never, ever would have thought the sun would be the big difference here with everybody <laughs> dropping passes. Tyree Kill oh, and Waddle Shakir. dropped a bunch. And J- Shakir yeah, dropped Waddle. one. I think I think Diggs dropped one also. The If the sun's going to be a factor, you think it's going to be Tampa, Jacksonville, week two, right? Wherever that sure. game is. For, what the hell? Why did the sun... What business does the sun have come? Again, the meteorologist failed us. Um, but what makes me think, like, people are like, oh, if two is in there, they win this game. Like, I don't know. Everyone's dropping passes all over yeah. the place. I'll yeah. tell you one thing. If Mostert's in that game, I think they win. Because they had 42 yards rushing. Maybe. Like, Jeff Wilson right. led, led the team with 23. Yeah, you're right. Plus, also, you figure, you know, Brian just mentioned, probably more than anything, Brian, it's so frustrating when you have the Bills on the money line and, and the game is 34-31. And, yes, how many mentioned drops by Miami? So they just had 260 total yards of offense. A team that puts right. up in a playoff game, 34-31, you figure there's 1,000 yards in the game of offense, and both teams yeah. probably had 500. Miami just had 260 yards total. And, and Skyler Thompson, 18 of 45, throwing the ball, yeah. and they only lose by three. I know. that Paul, kid, I was thinking about crushing the Bills' defense here, but then I'm looking, wow, it was 262 yeah. of total offense. Like, uh, yeah. why was this a close game? Turnovers, Sal, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Bills turning the ball over. Josh Allen, I he's a turnover machine. I mean, we you know, people want to kill Prescott all the time uh, for it, but Allen, between getting picked and fumbling the ball, He's been a turnover machine. Believe me, he's still five times yesterday. Five times total. That's that's what that's what the difference is. And I personally thought that Skylar Thompson, under the circumstances, played mm-hmm. a pretty gutsy game for the Dolphins. I really did. I thought he made some good passes. Uh, I think they dropped. Uh, if he could run a little better, if he could have run a little better, it was like two carries for three yards. I think. Yeah, he which I'm surprised because you know he was a bit of a runner in college. Right. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't have. Uh, maybe that more in the game plan, but obviously the Dolphins just couldn't run the ball anyway yesterday. Right. But look, they 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 played a pretty good game. 
uh, yeah. tip of the cap to them for staying in that game. Man, that, I thought for a second there, and again, I lost on that game. I thought the Bills going to win 40-7 to seven at one point. Yeah, why not? They were, they were poisoned. Yeah, McDaniel blew. I'm sorry. He thought he had a first down, right? And then he let the play clock expire. Not that you should ever, even on first down, let the play clock expire. But that was a big moment, right? Did that make it fourth and six? Yeah, I'm trying to think what that was. Yeah. I can't what do you think? You think McDaniel vaping while he's coaching? Yeah. Is, uh, dis- Shouldn't be vaping, right? Was that for sure what was going on? I, well, I, no, I, I saw he, it. He was, he was hiding it pretty good, but he was doing <laughs> wow. it. Wow. Interesting. Harry would I don't know, know for sure. Harry would know. I'd rather, I'd rather know the wrong day than blow the blow a blow a playoff game, I guess, right? Oh, there you go. Harry, yeah, you're in, you're due for a new favorite team. So this could be your coach right here. Right up your alley. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, that was the prior to the snap ball. We talked about He's a dork. Uh, the Giants, Vikings. Uh we I, I don't know if we need to say any more of that. Uh we'll t- get into that game against the Eagles. That's gonna be fun. Cincinnati 24, Baltimore 17. They lose another lineman. Jonah Williams is out. So now it's Williams, Kappa, and Lael Collins, our guy, uh Parley Kid, out. I just think this AFC North ball. I, I thought this was gonna be a blowout too. And then I'm like, what am why? What? Because based yeah, right. on last week, it doesn't the AFC North is just so competitive. You knew it was gonna be a game like this, and the Bengals were driving, and as you saw, Huntley. Goes over the top with that, which I think probably we're going to start seeing a little lot less of that. I really do, especially with fullbacks being able to shove the quarterback in the end zone. It would make sense that you just go low every time with this. But that was um, that was the difference. Obviously, Hubbard runs it back almost 100 yards and uh, the Bengals win 24-17. Well, thank you, Cincinnati defense, for making that play. Because I don't yeah. think I could have taken another week of watching the Ravens play football. So yeah. I'm ecstatic about it. Plus, I had them on the money line all over mm-hmm. the place to finish off, uh, off some bets that I left off in, uh, in Vegas with. Right, Brian? Those high money lines. Thank yep. goodness that happened. Uh, yep. And like you're right, though, Sal. Isn't it amazing that the most simple play in football now, the quarterback sneak, is revolutionizing the game in a way? Right. Like it's crazy that it is. I was thinking, I was saying it uh, earlier. I was like, you know, you almost, when you rank the remaining quarterbacks, you have to give great credence to how successful they are at the quarterback sneak. And Daniel Jones yes. is as good as anybody with that. You know, the, the old fashioned Brady was of course uh, right up there too. I guess he, he showed some signs of, you know, like he's got it back a little in the last couple of weeks, but my God, that Huntley over the top. And uh, I don't know. Brian, did the did the Bengals win if they score from the one there? I was really nervous. I mean, I was I was like I, at that point, I was like, I don't know if the Bengals can score a touchdown at this point. Mm-hmm. Offensively, their line was a mess. They were they're really struggling to move the ball. I mean, it, granted, if they're down seven, I, I guess you got to trust Burrow a little bit in that situation. So he is so smooth. He, he lets go of that know. ball. You you know it's complete. And Higgins is just yep. uh, Higgins. I think grows like an inch and a half every week too. Just like, <laughs> you know, I'm a very fortunate. So much bigger than everybody else. Yeah, very fortunate. But Burrow just 209 yards, and Mixon didn't do anything yesterday. They never had the ball. They I yeah. felt like th- that game. That game was a good was game like plan by the Ravens. Six possessions for each team, and that was the game. Well, game. Uh, albeit against Huntley, but. Uh, the Bengals and Ravens were the only ones who played defense this weekend. They really were, right? I mean, it was uh, point. It was re- really something else. They they stepped up, and uh, I, I don't know, man. I love this Bengals team. I have them going to the Super Bowl, and now they're going to go to Buffalo. 
But those three guys being out, you, you just don't want. I mean, Burrow was only sacked four times. It seemed like it was about eight or nine. Who was it? Was it Roquan Smith who like whiffed on the third and one? And Burrow was like crafty and ran for a first down. That was a huge play. Yeah. Oh, that was a huge play. Like huge that. play. Yeah. Well, that's the so. thing with Burrow. He's so shifty. He gets mm-hmm. his hips, you know, his feet just out of the way. I mean, otherwise, this guy would get sacked a hundred so, times. You know, in the season, Harry, but... you know who he reminds us of, right? Oh, definitely. Rich Gannon. The great Tony Romo. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's he's a better he's a better Roma. That's what it is. Oh, Brian. Well, put it this way. I love Romo, but he's he already, just a, he, he's a hair. Let Harry say something stupid. Let Harry he say something already stupid. has more playoff wins than Romo. Romo he's is talking one and about a half. What he looks like, Harry. He's not I'm talking about the body. One of and a half playoff wins. Oh, just saying. Okay. But yes, very much, very much in the pocket. Very much like. Yes. Yeah. I'll now say you gotta this. Give credit. Uh, credit. No, he Actually. doesn't have to. He has to kiss his head, put his uh, head right up his ass at a Halloween party, but he doesn't have to give him credit. Yeah, we're talking animal. golf, okay? I like talking to people. He needed who know to golf. talk golf with you. He sought you out to talk golf, I'm sure. Uh, all right. Uh, what about Lamar Jackson? It doesn't even he show likes up my for video. the game, Polly kid. Doesn't even show up for the game. Um, basically, I don't know, was that tweet during the week about updating his leg and his condition? Was that a. Was that a goodbye to Baltimore? Because um, it might have been. It's kind of like the way Harry is on this podcast sometimes, right? Like, you're not sure. Yeah. Will he show up? Is his ego getting right. a little too big? Mm-hmm. You never know. Is he a free agent? Maybe looking <laughs> elsewhere. You can't just put a brace on that cough and tell him to play. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I know. yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I think, Sal, it's, um, it's time. <laughs> I think it's time for... Uh, Lamar to maybe look elsewhere and the Ravens to maybe look uh, to go elsewhere. Right. I think um, obviously the market for Lamar Jackson, I think would be pretty big here. Correct. Um, Babyface, what happened? Something happened this morning. He said something. I mean, it's very, uh, I don't want to read the whole thing, but yeah, I posted another cryptic thing this morning. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. It goes on and on, but uh, I mean, that's, it sounded like Harry talking about the Vikings, kind of. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so we should just ignore it then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so would, let's wouldn't go it have been, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I was just going to say, so I, I think it would have been just a smart thing of Jackson to not play, but just travel with the team. I think it would have just yeah. been yeah, well, better I, for him overall. I was wondering, too. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing because if he's, what, it, you know, they win that game. He could potentially play next week, right? I, right, I, right. Like, uh, what? Uh, it just didn't. That that didn't make sense. I get not playing and not being. I there. guess he's Weird just. Though. Some people were saying he was there. He was just in the bathroom. He was having stomach issues again for like a four and a half hours. But I don't know. I don't even know what to believe. All right, so let's <laughs> right. quickly, you know, obviously later in the week we'll give our picks. But I want to uh, go over these lines. So the first game Saturday, the Chiefs are home for the Jaguars. It's eight and a half. Uh, Fair, unfair. I thought it was going to be 10 and a half, Bri. Um, I don't know. I'm not by I understand the Chiefs are weird. Mariota went in there and won through a touchdown pass to himself. I'm going years back. Uh, you know, uh Baker had a good game, that Chad Henney game, right? That was the same mm-hmm. divisional round. So you could get stuck. Chiefs to, to me are just so much better. I, I wasn't that impressed with the Jags, other than mm. that they were able to get it together. But eight and a half fair, I thought it was a little light. Um, I think it's fair just from what we've seen from the Chiefs this year, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, again, I, we, I got burned on the Raider Chief game. That was the the one game that the Chiefs 
right. uh, did cover that game and the Seattle game were the two games they pretty much covered. But um, yeah, th- I think it's fair. I mean, I you got it. There's a little bit of little. You'd have to say there's a little bit of magic, right, with the Jaguars right now, right? That game, the Titans game before, they've really should, guess, they should. They yeah. should. I'm just saying they shouldn't have won either game, and now and now they're here. So that would worry me a little bit, and just the way the way Lawrence played in the, in the second half of that game would worry me maybe a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think I, I yeah. thought it would have been, yeah, I thought it would have been closer to 10, but I think that that eight and a half is fair. Well, yeah. kid, you're all right with that. I think it is. Uh, do not sell the Jaguars out. And remember, uh, if anybody knows Andy Reed, it's Doug Peterson, right? So uh, right. I think that's a big factor in this game and vice versa. I would suppose uh, they spent a lot of time together. And as Harry will allude to, uh, you know, Peterson did what Reed couldn't do in Philly, right, Sal? So, uh, right. right, Harry? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, but they, but their history with, with goes Nick way Foles. back. I think they know each other very well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is a game probably either way, Sal. I mean, you, you're going to find this game on a teaser somewhere, I'm sure. I yeah. know. I mean, are they going to just destroy our weekend if we have Kansas City on a teaser? I, it might not be as easy <laughs> as Kansas City, Philly on a teaser. I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you that much, Harry. Seven and a half. I actually nailed this exactly. I thought it was seven and a half. It is seven and a half. You think that's fair? Philly Giants. Yeah, I mean, still, I mean, uh, we know what Hurts is capable of when he takes off. Let's see if the Giants can stop him on the corners. Again, 13 rushing touchdowns, 750 yards. I think it's fair. Giants coming off a, an emotional first win in, I think, what, a, like a 11 years in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. So it's still a um, – sorry, Giants were a six seed, right? Giants were yes, a six sir. seed? Yeah. yeah. So yep. still a yeah, six seed. I think they're finally giving the Giants some props here, Vegas is, because they would short them on the line – you know, the, 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 a six against a one would normally be about eight, eight and a half, nine, kind of like mm-hmm. what we're looking at Kansas City, Jacksonville, even yeah. though Jacksonville was a, a four. But uh, so I think they're finally coming around on the Giants, even so slightly, um, giving them a seven and a half and not a bigger number. Now, Buffalo, Cincinnati, uh, I thought it was four. It was four. It's gone to four and a half. Holy mm-hmm. kid, it, this is all about. I don't know. You know, this is there's a lot of emotion in this game. Obviously, it's a rematch from the Demar Hamlin Monday night fiasco that took place uh, weeks ago. Some say Cincinnati should be the home team because they were trending to win that game. I point out though, and listen, I had money on the Bengals and everything else, and I see that they were favored to win at that point for sure. But um, if you look at all these games, I just want to caution people: all the games we saw this weekend wound up ended up way different than they started, right? Seattle up yes. a little bit at half. Yeah, get That's right. Out. Chargers were up big. They lose the game. Buffalo looked like they were in control. That was a close game. Yep. Minnesota scores first. They lose. You know, Cincinnati was up big or, you know, had control. Nine nothing. That's yep. a game. Right. It was nine nothing. Yeah. So I caution people. Maybe it's a shame that Cincinnati has to be, uh, go on the road now, but four and a half. Uh, you think it's fair? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's fair. Uh, I was I surprised with the line. I mean, if you would have told me to guess the line, I think I would have said three and a half, four. So I would have mm-hmm. been in the area, four and a half. Stuff. I'm I'm fine with yeah. that. Um, I'm got to think about who I'll be riding with in that game yet. I think that's a a pretty uh, good number for the Bengals to be getting there. So what a Sunday uh, you know, that's going to be, like huh? The, you know, we both yeah. like Cincy. Uh, Buffalo's been prone to mistakes. Um, 
Boy, that's going to be a great game. Man, I can't Those wait are for great that game. story, at least story wise. Buffalo, Cincinnati, great Sunday morning, uh, Sunday late, late afternoon. Actually, yeah, they moved the start times there because well, for this round. And then San Francisco, that, either against Dallas or Tampa Bay. Solid. Thank yeah, God. I mean, not only for my bets. I mean, the bets, what well, I told you, I wouldn't have been on today. Um, but if we got the Ravens winning that game, imagine oh. we had the Chiefs. Ravens, and then you had Bills, Jaguars. Like it, it totally would have screwed up next week. Oh yeah! Now we get it. now it, it's the best. Giants winning two, Giants mm-hmm. Eagles. It's the best possible outcomes you could have got for these four games. Best, yes. best right. possible. Yep. Sure. I don't. It really doesn't get our friend Alec was pointing out how unfair it is that San Francisco played Saturday and they're going to play the winner of Dallas Tampa, who played two days later, then has to go to San Francisco, but. How do you handicap that, right? Like, so that's only because the Giants won, right? If the Giants hadn't won, I don't sure. think Philly would be hosting a Saturday. I, I, it's all over the place. I right. don't, I, I don't feel right. bad for these guys. I don't know how you do it. But so San Francisco, I think they're a two and a half point favorite against Dallas and a four and a half point favorite against Tampa Bay. I've been told that's light, Harry. I've been told that they yeah. might yeah. like five well, and seven. Is that right? I, I was, I would be thinking if, uh, if it's Tampa Bay. Uh, it'd be five, five and a half, just because of the way what we discussed. I mean, you, you know, again, uh, pretty unflappable, and now we got uh, Debo back, and the, and him and McCaffrey combined for three hundred. And a couple of weeks ago, they just totally destroyed Tampa Bay, destroyed them, and they're yeah. putting up points at will when Tampa struggles to score. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see that being five and a half in San yep. Francisco. Well, yeah, maybe, but for Tampa Bay to have advanced. Brady's going to have to have another good game, well, right? Yeah, and now, but, and what, now he's one of the hotter quarterbacks in the NFC true. at that yeah, point. Yeah, that one, yeah, the half again, he, but one of the hottest ones, but really, he just had that half against uh, Carolina to get them over the over right, the hump and right. have that big game against Evans. That's really been it. I know, but if they win this game, I'm saying he's going to have to. If they win this game 16, yeah. 16 13, and Brady was, you know, so what, you know, not much. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I think Brian like that, yeah. made yeah. the point just now about, you know, getting all the matchups we want. But I think Brian then would have to say Dallas has to win to get the matchups that the, the, the best, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the best yeah. matchups possible because yeah, San Francisco, the, Dallas, is Tampa Bay, I, it's ironic, right? They can compete with the Cowboys, but you, and yeah. but you really have a feeling. And we saw this just a month ago, how bad that game was. Well, when they went to San Francisco, sure. that was a terrible game. Uh, they're just not built to handle San Fran, so I I, I don't know. Maybe it's no, just the game might suck, but the the, the the league can't lose the Brady right. story further. And further. This is yeah, true. Right. The, the, yeah. the league can't, but the fans. Well, this could. could be a defensive struggle, and Dallas pulls us out. But the next week, if it's Dallas versus San Fran, who knows? It could be forty-one thirty-eight in a game like that when if Dax's right. going off. All right. Well, let's uh, let us let's take a break. Our first break of the hour, and then uh, come back and do this Dallas Tampa Bay game. We, let's not get ahead of ourselves, guys. We got a we got a game to win, Paul. <laughs> we'll be right back. Let's go. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, 
You'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, Dallas at Tampa Bay. Let's do this. Let's do this tonight. The Cowboys on the road giving three points. Went from two and a half uh, last night to three. Forty-five and a half is the over-under. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very confident. Very confident going into tonight. I was a little skittish during the week, and then I'm like, this is an eight and nine team. More, more like we have to do this than we're going to do this, but I'm looking at the numbers. Everyone's all down on Dallas's defense. The Bucks' defense is like 21st in EPA in the last five weeks. They're the worst team to bet on during the season. They're four, 12 and one against the spread. Mm. Um, you know, Dak is going to throw a pick because he does. I'm hoping it's early. I'm hoping it's not an important sequence. I hope it's on the other side of the field, but you know, he's not going to be, not going to be bothered too much by this pass rush 22nd in the league for Tampa Bay. On the other side, I get it. Since Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis went out, it's a crap shoot in that secondary, but Parley kid, we're getting back Hankins, right? Kind of big because if you could stuff the run, you could put more yeah. guys in the secondary. And speaking of that secondary, you got Micah Parsons, who I'm calling Micah Possum. I think he's playing Possum. He had a baby girl this week. He was snubbed from the Pro Bowl roster. Oh. He's going to, I mean, he's getting healthier. I think he gives Tom Brady a fit, and the Cowboys win this game 28 
21. Parley kid, I know you're with me, so let's get the pro cowboy I stuff. I am with out you, Sal, yeah. but you really sounded super optimistic there. Like that's yeah. like I know deep down you're not that optimistic. Like <laughs> no, deep down, that How was deep? a great acting job. How deep job. do we want to go? Thank you. That was <laughs> a tremendous acting okay. job on you, <laughs> Sal. I, I bought it. I really did because you know that there's not really one true Dallas Cowboy fan out there that's thinking. We're winning this game. I know mm-hmm. we're winning this game. Um, that's why I saw, I'm going to just take Dallas on the money line at minus 145. I'm not, I just want them to win this game. I'm not going to worry about the points here. I just want right. them to win this game. And look, there's a lot of pressure on Dallas to win this game on me again. Because, Sal, you know, when you oh, live in New on York you and you root for oh, the Cowboys, right. Good. the Giants just you. won. The Cowboys yeah, cannot lose this game now. I know it. I know it. Right? And I don't want right. to give the Dallas an out here. By going with Tampa and saying, well, I told you Tampa would win. No, win this game. You mm-hmm. have to. This, this, is, this is a game this franchise needs. Tampa's franchise does not need this game. Dallas's right. franchise need this, needs this game. Get it done. I, I'm with you, Sal, with Parsons. Say it, Paul think, Say it. <laughs> Parsons has a huge game here, Sal. I think mm-hmm. Parsons makes the difference. Look, you're not playing a guy who's going to be running the ball as a QB, right? You just got to pressure him. And Parsons is going to do that tonight. He's going to have a huge game. Demarcus Lawrence has to step up a little bit here too, Sal. He's been in terms of rushing the quarterback. He needs right. to do a better job. Van Der Esch back too, Sal. Yeah, he's supposed to be back. He's back. Supposed to be back. We're kind of yeah. healthy, healthier than we've been. These guys should be primed to go. There are no excuses tonight. It's either, Sal, this is either going to be a great night for us or an absolutely terrible night for us, one well, or the other. We need it. I, I coming, need this game, Sal. This is going to define the rest of my week here, Sal. <laughs> I know there's a lot of pressure on you. I mean, that's what everybody's saying out there. I, uh, <laughs> I but, but, and, and it's going to suck, Paul, kid, because we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to celebrate if and when until, until that gun is sounded. They don't shoot a gun at the end anymore, right? At the end of the game. But, you know, what do we have to be up on Brady in the fourth quarter for you to be relieved? Like 24, 25-3, 26-3, somewhere in there because well, of that I, comeback. I, was it last year where I think there was a graphic that they posted when the Cowboys were up on Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, it was the first in, like, I don't know, a couple hundred games that the Cowboys had. It was going to be one of those things. I think I would feel comfortable. I think it'd have to be. 17 points. Yeah. Yep. Is that crazy? That's crazy. No, of course. No, well, he's come back from 16, right? Yeah, he's come back from 16. I I feel good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Harry, you like the under in this game. I don't know. I don't know about that. I know. I I, I do, though. I I don't like either side. I think Tampa has to really slow this down uh, like they did in week one when they played their best defensive game of the year when they beat Dallas 19-3 to that held Dak. 50% 50% and only 134 yards. I think Dak needs to look out because the Tampa Bay secondary finally healthy and ready. They've had they, then the, the defensive team, Tampa Bay seventh and sacks in the league, but Tampa Bay just 25th overall in scoring in the NFL and Dallas is D two fifth best in points against. I think this is going to be a tight game like week one, not a lot of touchdowns, more field goals in the red zone. And I'm going to go under. All right. 
Uh, brother, by boo to you taking Tampa in the three here. Taking Tampa in the three. Look, uh, Cowboys. Look, they're six and two in their last eight, but I'm down on them a little bit, right? We and we've talked about this before. You've talked about it. I mean, Dak eleven interceptions in his last seven games, but if you still look over those last seven or eight games, right? We, and you know they barely made it by the Texans. They struggled with all the AFC South. The Eagles game, they probably lose if Hertz is playing. They have struggled on grass, on the road on grass. They've really struggled here. And the thing is, you know, we talked at the beginning of the year how great defensively they looked, how good Dan Quinn was helping out this defense. Then all of a sudden, you know, as you start watching the season progress and you have injuries on the back end, you're like, oh, man, and this is kind of looking like the same Cowboys, which is bad against somebody like Tom Brady, who all of a sudden got a little bit hot in that last game against Carolina with Evans, you know, throwing the deep ball. And mm-hmm. look, you can't forget. Can't forget Tom Brady seven and zero against the Cowboys, right? Uh, seven yeah. seven uh, and zero against the Cowboys. I do think you know, and and again, part of the kid was saying it after a big Giants performance yesterday. I, I don't know. I'd I'd really be nervous about this game. I do think it's close. I do think again, it's one of those. I think this is, I think this is coming down to a field goal late. So I'm taking the three with Tampa here. Well, well yeah. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking of Dak and the turnovers, but we saw a very good quarterback like Josh Allen who's going against Skyward Thompson. It's going to be a different story here. Turn the ball over and they still win. It could be that type of game. But Parley Kid, am I, I'm imagining a, a guy with Brady's stats. By the way, he broke his season single record for, for yardage uh, back there. Not the Tom Brady back there who was 7-0 against the Cowboys. That's how I'm at peace with this. I agree with that, Sal. And am I imagining things, or did Harry go against his graphic pick? He did. He did. What did he do? He, did. he went over. Well, and on their EP, the staff picks when he did, he took. Oh. Well, he took. He took Tampa, and then he said today he wanted to take Dallas because he's zero huh. five. Is Interesting. That why he did that, I Harry? Uh, I love uh, how you catch it, Darren. I, I don't need busy. <laughs> These don't things busy. don't slip by. No, they don't, Harry. I could flip. I don't know. I could well, what happened though? What happened uh, that you changed? I don't know. I, I just, I had to have those, maybe uh, from having to put the pick in early. I feel, uh, I feel different. Maybe well, I catch a point. Uh, uh, I catch a point here or there different, you know, I got to say, well, everyone <laughs> shut up with the having uh, have the pick in early already. I mean, it's really insulting <laughs> to uh, meatballs. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you don't even know what day it is. You think it's Thursday. So you complain <laughs> about getting a pick in early. Well, three-way right. tie. Three-way tie, by the way. Three-way tie and the staff. Um, yeah, yeah Hench, Hench is all over it now. Harry Blue will leave yeah. here. Um, but, Harry, you're stuck. Whatever your graphic pick, that's what you're stuck with in terms Tampa. of that thing. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Okay. I got right, Tampa, mine. too. I got Tampa. Let's Tampa hit our over. props here. I love this one. C.D. Lamb, longest reception over 24 and a half, minus 113. You can find that on Caesars. Three yeah. of the last four. I'm throwing that Commanders game out for everything. I, I told everybody it didn't call. mean anything. Yep. Three, of his, three before that, he's had 34 or more was his highest uh, reception. Before that Commanders game, he had 25 targets in two games, over two games. So mm. they need him tonight. They need him to come up big, and he will at least uh, come up big once with a 31-yard grab. That's right, early in the second quarter. Give me C.D. Lamb, longest reception, over 24 and a half. Uh, Brother Bry, Fournette, huh? This is rushing yards? Yeah, I'm taking Fournette over 35 and a half rushing yards. Look, he he had an awful year, 668 yards, but in week one against the Cowboys, he had 127 yards rushing performance. The Cowboys were... Bottom third in the league against the run, even against a team like Washington last week. No name 
no names are uh, getting 150 yards in total against them on the ground. Uh, but I do think Tampa's, I, I think Tampa's going to force this run early on in this game to open up the passing game for Brady. And even though Fournette's had a really bad down year, he still had 44 yards or more rushing in four of his last six games. I just think 35 and a half is low for him in this. All right. Uh, Harry, you're going bar over four and a half tackles. You've been good with these. Yeah. You know what I did uh, last night? I went back because I hit all mine this weekend. I went back on my Caesars account to see what I am in terms of defensive players that I've actually bet on in terms of tackles. My last 15 picks, I'm 13 and two in terms of uh, 13. I I guess we just we just have to believe you there. I don't know. Uh, Well, listen, 13 and two. And I'm going to go bar over four and a half tackles. He's got six or more, six or more. In three of his last four games. And the Tampa Bay team, definitely Brady loves to dink and dunk pass plays over the middle for short gains. Uh, those type of pass plays are right on bars uh, in his wheelhouse. He'll be all, he's always around the ball. I think he goes over four and a half and does it fairly easy. I like that. I like that a lot. Let him get all the tackles. Who cares? Yeah. Just as long as they're for loss. Uh, I probably get, I really like this one. I mean, this is, uh, I, I, I feel like it's a little fishy how low. The Zeke lines are with touchdowns. Right, right. So Zeke, uh, anytime touchdown minus 116, Sal. You know, if we throw out last week's game against Washington, you know, nine straight games with a touchdown, Sal, for Zeke. Mm -hmm. Right. We know that, uh, and I'm going to be coming back talking about Pollard in a second here. Uh, I do think the Cowboys are going to go to Pollard uh, more often in this game than they probably did during the regular season. Like he might be more of their featured back here in the playoffs. But if the Cowboys right. are anywhere uh, near the goal line, it's going to be Zeke uh, that they're going to kind of feed down there. So I'll take Zeke uh, after coming off nine straight games with a touchdown, anytime touchdown at minus 116. All right. I love that. And so now we do uh, we get to our first touchdown uh, part of this podcast. Usually you want to skip over this, but not so fast. First of all, Zeke was plus 380. I'm looking plus 410 now. Wow. Plus 410. Uh, still best odds to score the first touchdown on Caesars. Leonard Fournette, six to one. CD Lamb, also six to one. Mike Evans, 650. I guess uh, they have Godwin switched there. Godwin's plus 625. So those are the five right there. Uh, Parley Kid, you're right about Elliott. You said he scored in nine straight previous games before that Washington game. Five first touchdowns. Five of those in the nine were first touchdowns. Seven of those were the team's first touchdowns. That's pretty great. Plus 410 is way high. We've seen running backs with less of a touchdown resume in the plus 280 zone. Even the Henrys and McCaffreys, who didn't score nine straight before a meaningless game, didn't get to in the three range or plus 410. Uh, They're great players, but just tough to beat those stats that I just mentioned. So I'm going Zeke plus 410 first touch. I should mention we have our first touchdown pool amongst the staff, uh, at least uh, actually the uh, people on this podcast. I had McCaffrey and Chase this weekend, so I think I'm in first, and I have $20 on Elliott. It's a $200, um, $200 fake dollars to bet over the course of the playoffs. So, um, Brother Bry, Evans, how dare you with all this Tampa crap? I know. Well, one of us had to take Tampa because you guys are yeah. all, all over Dallas here. But, look, mm-hmm. Evans and Brady were off most of the year. I mean, how many balls did Evans drop or they just botched it? It looked like they were out of rhythm all year, but they finally got Mm -hmm. it back in the last game together with Evans going for 200 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Evans scored the first and only touchdown this matchup in week one between these two teams. 
he was very big in the playoffs last season for Tampa had, had a bunch of good games. So uh, give me Mike Evans at plus six fifty. All right. Uh, Paula kid, you warned us you're going to mention Pollard and here it comes. Yeah. Pollard uh, look 12 touchdowns this year. Sal, right. So um, sitting at plus eight fifty to score the first, uh, I do think that we're going to see more of Pollard than Zeke in the playoffs. Uh, I mm-hmm. think um, anything other than a goal line plunge from Zeke, which I, is very possible. I think it's going to, he's going to certainly have that opportunity tonight being that uh, even Brian's under one and a half touchdown, uh, one and a half longest, uh, a shortest touchdown hit in four out of the five. I'm mm-hmm. sure Zeke is going to have that opportunity uh, to expand on that tonight. But I do think Pollard has just as good of an opportunity as Zeke to score in the first, the first touchdown here in this game at much better odds, being that okay. he has does have 12 south. Normally doesn't score the first one, but we might see him earlier today, tonight than normal. Let's take Pollard at plus 850. Well, here's why, uh, although this doesn't necessarily factor into Harry. Harry, you said you have like an 11-teamer with or 7-teamer with Pollard that's outstanding, the only one? Like, uh, yeah, well, it's no, it's it's, it's a five teamer, but it's uh, oh. I had all first touchdown. I mean, anytime touchdown players over the weekend to uh, the Bengals money line to Pollard over 47 and a half rushing yards. OK, and then what? Yeah, so how much are you going to win on that? Eleven hundred. I oh, had boy. Gabriel Davis anytime touchdown. Kenneth Walker anytime touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott anytime touchdown. Wow. Um, Bengals money line with oh, you have uh, Zeke. Pollard. You have Zeke. Give Zeke Elliott to score, so Zeke might not score. No, yeah, I don't want Zeke Elliott yet. to score. Didn't he just say he had Zeke Elliott to score? No, I, I said my Pollard, mind. I got Pollard over forty-seven uh, for rushing yards. No, when you just listed I had Walker, what you had. Zeke uh, Eckler. Joel, didn't he just say? <laughs> oh, he I said say Zeke. Right. Eckler. Sorry, he said it again. He said it again. All right, all right, we'll figure it out. Eckler, right? Shake it out. All right, but you're going Schultz first touchdown here. Yeah, eight to one. He was actually the Cowboys' second leading receiver. And uh, second in targets on the team. He was also second in touchdown receptions behind Lamb with five. And Tampa Bay has given up a, uh, a touchdown to, to opposing tight ends in three of the last four games. In the game they didn't, it's when Arizona had uh, the third-string quarterback in. So Schultz at 8-1. to one. All right. There you go. Those are our first touchdown picks. Um, check it out. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. These guys give out free picks every single day. It's gone on for almost 1,000 days. They won't stop. I'm like, take a day off. They won't do it. They just absolutely won't do it. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be back to wrap things up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I do want to mention our Super Bowl predictions. Mine, um, Niners Bengals was 13 to one, now down to 10 to one. Brian, yours, Eagles, Bills, um, from before the season, even. Good job mm-hmm. by you. Uh, I think it'll be about the same. I didn't figure out how much it, it is, but it's probably about the same as what what we discussed last week. Seven fifty right? last week. Yeah, it's probably seven fifty, maybe in the six range right now. Yeah, could, a little I mean, bit lower. Bills, yeah. uh, let's. I could do this quick. It's, it's like high fives. Yeah, six, yeah, basically six to one now. Yeah, All right. Paulie kid, you definitely obviously need the Cowboys to win tonight for that uh, Cowboys Bills. That'll uh, that'll put you at a good yep. number, good place going in. Just let's yep. just win that game. Let's win. And Harry, let's you're win. done, right? What did you have? Chargers, Vikings? Was yeah, that what done. it was? Yeah. Wow. Disgusting. <laughs> Babyface, I feel like he should hit a, a cap of consequence for his Vikings to not even win one playoff game, right? After all this talk. Well, was it on the graphic? I mean, are we sure that that was... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I told I, I, oh man, I know. I, by the way, in the Chargers at halftime, I was on the phone with my best man at my we, at my wedding, Sally, your son. And I told him, uh-huh. I told Jack, Jack, they just <laughs> scored at Jacksonville to score. Don't count out the Jaguars just yet because he was into the game. And I said, Jaguars aren't done. He's like, you're right. Well, wow. Good job. Well, you got something. Right. Yeah. Analysis. Take credit for Jacksonville winning now. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, we did. uh you know, well, I guess we'll talk more about this tomorrow. We have our pool, our staff pool, where we each pick this 14 players, 14 roster spots. You pick one player from each team. You can't pick more than one. You can't pick less than one. I think I'm in last place. Babyface, I think who are you and meatballs are in last. Well, we have Dak going. I think it's Dak and who do we have? Babyface, Dak and Allen? Well, Dak we, and we would have been in a lot worse trouble had you listened to me. I was adamant that you pick Eckler, and you said uh, at the end, so thankfully, uh, well, he might. Yeah, it's just so weird because Eckler might end up with more points than at the end. Right. But I, I, I don't even know. It just gets so you, you could really think about it for four hours when because there's flex positions and everything you're like, all right, do I want Eckler or do I want the Chargers kicker? So I just waste that roster spot or do I want the Dolphins defense? Or Who was your Seattle player? What's that? Who was your uh, Seattle player? Uh, who was it, Mikey? Who was I can't remember. Metcalf? Was it was a Walker? Oh, we might have gone receiver. Who do we go with? Seattle. Oh, uh, oh, 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 no, no, wait. Did Harry come up with that this or Jen, Jen come up with this? I can't remember. Harry came up with system. the uh, yeah, and then Jen's like, yeah, she that the exists. Point scoring. Yeah, you know what? I hate. It. I hate it. It's stupid. <laughs> it's, no good. it's not stupid. It's actually great. What uh, place you guys in? It's somebody's it makes advanced. you have to think, you're, Brian. It does, but somebody's advancing anyway. It's not like you're. Yeah, you that's know, true. I'm trying to. Unless I, you I have a kicker, unless you put well, that worst team Here, as the it's, kicker. It's, it's strategy yeah. for Miami. We took, well, you kept telling us how great of a pick Eckler uh, Eckler was, but like, guess what? You don't lose twenty seven nothing, and well, it would have been. Well, right, you said, right. you, you also, said Jackson, also we had the kicker, we had the Sanders from Miami. That was the perfect Miami player to take. Yeah, no, I I guess that's what I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like you Harry, have to where, pretty much hit that kicker. I feel like. Right. Where are we in the standings right now in that Harry? I, I haven't looked. I'm sure Mikey knows, but I'm I haven't. By the, uh, Lemon Pepper Parley's in first place, and they have Dak, so um, they're gonna they're gonna nice. increase the lead. So there you go. Nice shot. Right, I know. You can't I know question. Will, Will Blackman put a lot of time into this, and it paid <laughs> off. Yeah. But yeah. Nice job, so, Will. Yeah, you can't question the the mind that came up with the Sonic Slushy. Yeah, add, add the nerds. How, just don't question this, okay? Yeah. How did we not go to Sonic in Vegas? I, it was right down the street. Right? And Chris, H, Chris H well, gave me a gift card too. Because he did? someone, yeah. why is he giving you a gift yeah. card? You've cost him so much money. He gave you a gift card. 
Yeah, for Sonic. When we I saw him in Florida. When I saw him in Florida. We were supposed to do a bang bang. The plan was to go to In and Out and then White Castle, which everyone wanted to do. I'm and still then, willing to do it. And then someone's <laughs> legs got tired, and oh, I can't be. I can't. Be. I know that was so one weird. Harry, Not was both it Harry's legs. brother's legs or Mario's one legs? <laughs> it wasn't both my oh, legs. Harry's it was my legs. right leg. Can you imagine <laughs> Harry had the weakest legs out in Vegas amongst the company that we were with? And he has the weakest legs. I don't know. Right. Mario's ha- Mario has the weakest legs. No, obviously not. Know. He was willing to walk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right. And Scott had a wheelchair. Yeah. What a mess. What a freaking crew. <laughs> we'll never get him back. All right. Listen, we are coming back. We're doing our second podcast of the week immediately following the game. And I promise you the parlay kid and I will be in a good mood as the Cowboys will take down Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And there goes his legacy, by the way. No longer the GOAT after Dak (laughs) Prescott puts him away. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For spaghetti and meatballs, baby face Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.